안녕하세요. Good morning. Good morning. My dear brothers and sisters, clergy and ambassador for peace. 안녕하십니까. I really appreciate all of you. Uh, you know, every day you are participating morning devotion. Of course, this is our continental level condition. But even though we have, we are having the continental level condition. Not easy to really participate in without a single, you know, without missing single day. For me also, <laughs> really challenging to give the every day. It is really, really not simple one. You know, uh, I really no time to relax. Actually, you know, whole day, whole month, whole year. Yeah, we are going to be now very soon two years. I really appreciate all our brothers and sisters, your incredible 정성 and devotion because of the continental level, uh, that kind of the devotion and 정성. I think Heavenly Father sent Holy Spirit to us. I think surely our American movement can revive and then many uh, good phenomena can be appear soon. Today, I'd like to talk about the true love movement bringing salvation to Asia and the world from True Mother's Anthology, uh, you know, uh, Volume 2. Up to now, we have completed all the Fundok explanation for the first volume of True Mother's Anthology collection. And from today, we move on to the second volume of the anthology. Until now, we have finished explaining all of Mother's memoir and volume one of the True Mother's Anthology. So let's study, and today is the first uh, day about introducing the, our True Mother's Anthology of volume two. The True Love Movement Bringing Salvation to Asia and the World. Distinguished President of the Rally, members of the Women's Federation for Peace in Asia, and my fellow women leaders who have gathered here from all parts of Japan. Today, we stand at a turning point on the road marking great and historic changes. I offer my heartfelt congratulations to the Women's Federation for Peace in Asia for its rapid growth in the five years since its inauguration to the point <clears throat> that you are now able to host this splendid rally. In little more than 40 years since you emerged from the ruins of a devastating war, your nation, Japan, has accomplished the greatest economic turnaround in the world. This feat, which may well be termed a miracle of modern times, is now the envy of people throughout the world. More laudable still is the fact that even while achieving such amazing industrial developments, Japan has endeavored to sustain the traditional values particular to the East and has shown a great commitment and effort in family and social education. Underlying such wonderful success is the efforts you women have made as kind and sacrificing mothers and devoted wives. It is you more than anyone else who made your families healthy and strong while you nurtured and watched over them. Since it is your work as women that stands as the basis of this success, I as a woman 
also feel proud. Leaders of the Women's Federation for Peace in Asia, the world is now on the brink of a great historic transition period. The wartime policies of communism caused bloodshed, ravaging millions of human beings. In the 70 years since the Bolshevik Revolution of 1917, communism came to rule more than half of the world, plunging all humanity in the pits of fear and anguish. New leaders finally have lowered that red flag, and we are watching it disappear into the midst of history. This shows that the worldview based on atheism with state policies that deny God has come to ruin. The philosophy of conflict, struggle, and hatred has revealed its limits, and the one-party dictatorial structure of communism is now facing its own demise. However, this event leads to an important realization. The downfall of communism does not mean the victory of the free democratic world. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, uh, the, the important thing here is the atheism. Individuals and families and groups that deny God will be destroyed. True parents have always taught us that thought, ideology, philosophy, and materialism that keep God away will always be destroyed. Because to deny the existence of God is to ignore the origin, and in the end, it is to ignore the laws of the universe. There is the only one way we too can survive and receive blessings in our lives. It is to acknowledge and serve God who created the universe and humankind. The vision and goal that keeps God away will surely go down the road of the destruction. This can be learned from history. What do you uh, pri prioritize in your life? Is it money? Is it material? Is it property, power, position, sex? If you serve anything more than God, it will surely perish. The spirit world and heaven do not let it go. Any thought that reverse the way of heaven will surely come to an end. Therefore, those who realize this early are truly blessed. Matthew chapter 22, and, and, uh, uh, verse 37 to 40 of the Bible says, Jesus replied, you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. Uh, a second is equally important, love your neighbor as yourself. The entire law and all the demands of the prophets are based on these two commandments. As Jesus mentioned, if you put loving God first, you are bound to receive unimaginable blessings. And if we serve our neighbors with the heart of the serving God, we will be completed with love. But apart from this law, 
no one can survive. That's why my brothers and sisters, anything you put as a top priority, you put money as a top priority, you put the material as the first priority or power or position as a top priority, surely you will decline at the end. You know, we learn throughout the human history. That's why, what's the best way? We need to put God as the first priority. Anyone put God as a first priority, nobody perish. Always prosperous. Always receive the blessing. Why God bless America within such a short about history, like you know, 300, 400 years, such a short time period? Why God blessed America? Because our ancestor put God as the first priority. However, our descendant put God as a secondary or ignore or doesn't believe in God, and then America surely will decline. We learn through human history. God definitely does exist. We absolutely follow the heavenly law. You know, we need to really love God first, and we need to love our neighbor same as we love God. Only through this way, our own individual, our family, our, our, our society and nation can be prosperous. This is really sure, my brothers and sisters. Living divine principle and heaven and hell, and let's study again, uh, the EDP. Heaven and hell. It is not God who decides whether a person's spirit enters heaven or hell upon his death. It is decided by the spirit himself. Humans are created so that once they reach perfection, they will fully breathe the love of God. Those who committed sinful deeds while on earth become crippled spirits who are incapable of fully breathing in the love of God. They find it agonizing to stand before God, the center of true love, and choose to dwell in hell of their own will. Since the human spirit can grow only in the soil of the physical self, the multiplication of human spirits takes place at the same time that the multiplication of physical selves occurs during earthly life. Let's study Father's word. Don't use birth control. The spirit world is a limitless place. That is why I'm telling you not to use birth control. Even if you starve to death, every single person goes to the spirit world. Even if you starve to death, if you die believing in the Unification Church, if you die in love, you will go to heaven. Do you understand? That's why the satanic world tells you to use birth control and the Unification Church tells you not to use birth control. Keep having kids. That's what I keep saying. If you suffer for the sake of the will, did I starve to death while suffering for the sake of for the will? No. Even if we come close to starving to death, we can live. That's the way discipline works. The path that can be commended by the heavenly world. Even if one person had 100 children, 
the heavenly kingdom is so wide, it can never be overpopulated. It is a world that can accommodate an endless amount of people. So, do you need birth control or don't you? The thing that matters when you go to the spirit world is how good of a person you were and how good of a leader you were. You need to understand that the amount of sons and daughters you bring with you becomes the standard of value that decides your rank in the spirit world. Yes. True Father emphasizes that the spirit world is an infinite world and that couples should not use birth control while they live on earth. There is a Korean proverb that when children are born into this world from the, their mother's womb, each one, of, uh, each one is born with a heavenly, uh, heaven's material blessing. That's why no need to worry. They already, they, when they born, already they have that kind of heavenly blessing. True Father says that calculating humanistically and considering one's own economic situation before having a child is not the way to receive the blessings. He said that the more children you have, the more deeply you can feel the heart of God. True parents say that there are only two ways to receive a blessing from God. The first is to have and raise as many children as possible. Don't think you are the one uh, raising about your children. Think that God is nurturing them as you raise them. The second is to have many spiritual children. True Father said that there is nothing more to be proud of and no greater treasure or wealth than these two things in the spiritual world. And then today's youth ministry, and know the right time and welcome it wisely. Very, very precious content. Let's start it. Be a person who welcomes the moment and bears fruit. Time is always flowing. Therefore, I must be aware that I am responsible for not missing the moment and bearing fruit in accordance with the time. Those who do not miss the approaching time hold onto it well and bear fruit, can grow with enthusiasm and hope every day. But we know from experience that when we miss the moment or mishandle it, we are chased out, become confused, impatient, and lose motivation. Our life is short. In this short life, those who live happy and make it worthwhile at any time can always look forward to a hopeful future and can enthusiastically feel each day. But the person who misses the moment will welcome the time with a feeling of emptiness. Not only that, but the coming moment is rather terrifying to them. Without the power of hope, they daydream and waste time in meaninglessness. Yes. The time comes to me not to, uh, not to be missed, but to bless me to grow well and bear the fruit of true love. The moment blesses me and prepares everything for the fruit of my love and prepares for, uh, for the four seasons. Therefore, we need to welcome the times that come every day 
with enthusiasm and hope. Therefore, we must prepare early to meet the coming time, not just only meet it. Do you greet with a heart ready to meet the rising sun in the morning? I personally made a strong determination to get up, get up earlier than the sun and prepare my heart for the rest of my life. Do you rise before the sun or does the sun rise before you? Those who do not prepare will uh, flow away. Those who welcome the time without preparation will eventually flow away. And no one can beat the one who prepares. Therefore, if one rises before the sun and prepare for the time, the sun will worship them. Wow, sun say, you are my true owner. You, are, you have a qualification to become the owner because you always wake up earlier than me, always welcoming me. Thank you so much, my owner. You know, sun, say, sun can say like this. The sun will greet you saying, you are truly my master. He who arises early in the morning and overcome the morning wins the day. And whoever wins a day wins a month. Whoever wins a month wins a year. And whoever wins a year wins a lifetime. But we know from the experience that if we miss the time or handle it wrong, we will be chased out become confused, impatient, and lose motivation. A person who misses miss the time will meet it with a feeling of emptiness. Not only that, but the coming moment is a rather uh, terrifying to them. Without power of hope, they, they, they dream and waste the time in meaninglessness. Next. Moments come to bless us with life. The moment will absolutely come like it did yesterday and today. Therefore, I cannot deny that I must also welcome the moment. I must grow well in relation with the time given by heaven. We are the ones who need to seize the moment that comes to us and grow and bear fruit. We must catch the moment gain what we need to gain, then let go of the moment. Moments pass, but I need to seize them well and be replenished with eternal life force for my spirit body to grow. In this way, moments do not come just for nothing, but to give something not only to me, but to all living beings. Moments come to fill each life so that it can be sustained grow, and multiply. Moments come to bless us with life. Therefore, if we know how to handle that time well, and if we welcome and spend it worthwhile and well, we will receive tremendous blessings from it. It is like a farmer who sows seeds at the right time and at the end reaps a great harvest. Yes, that's right. The moment will absolutely come to bless me like it did yesterday and today. So I have to welcome the time well. We need to establish a good relationship with the time 
when heaven blesses us and grow well. You can be sowing sowing seed in the uh, spring for a a day or two, but if you wait too long, you have to wait until next year. Everything has a time. There is a time to sow, a time to grow, and a time to bear fruit. Once a moment passes, it will never come back. I need to seize the time that comes with the blessing well and be replenished replenished with the eternal life first and for my spirit body to grow. Moments, moments come to fill each life so that it can be sustained, grow, and multiply. Moments come to bless us with the fruit of the life and love. Therefore, if we know how to handle that time well, and if we welcome and spend it worth or worthwhile and well, we will receive tremendous blessings from it. That's why really we need to appreciate God always give us the moment and time. Why? Ask us to bear fruit. Ask us to multiply. That's why we need to catch a right moment, a right time. Once time goes away, never come back again. So I really, every moment, every single moment, you know, every day, every week, every month, so precious. Time give us, try to give us the blessing. That's why we need to capture the right time and we need to bear fruit. This is really incredible, you know. We need to know that why time and moment does exist in order to ask us to really bear fruit and then uh, need to bring incredible uh, substantial result of the joy and happiness and return to God. Next. Be a person who prepares today for the future. Those who find the right time and welcome it will long and yearn for the future and wait for the outcome of the hope they prepared for in the present. To father prepared everything ahead of time and said, hurry up to the age of 40. Because true father prepared everything and laid the groundwork, he waited for reality to pass quickly and the time of the prepared future to come sooner. True father lived his life looking to the future like this. He realized the future that much ahead of time and prepared for it. Those who prepare today for the future then wait for the right time. Those who know how to welcome the right time do not only take responsibility for today, but also for the future. If you look at True Father's life in prison, he got up two or three hours before others woke up, prepared everything with prayer and devotion, and devoted the rest of his time for others with a relaxed mind. Yes. Those who prepare in advance to welcome the right time always receive great blessings. Once again, I'm telling you, this is very important preparation. Those who prepare in advance to welcome the right time always receive incredible blessings. Even as school students who do well in school always study ahead of the time. Likewise, in our lives, we need to prepare thoroughly in order to welcome the right time, those who live a life of the 
preparing in advance and miss and yearn for the future and wait for the result of the hopes they prepared for in the present. So the Father's life has always been a life of preparation for a future time. He prepared and put into practice all his responsibilities ahead of the time. That's why he waited for the reality pass quickly at the time of the prepared future to come sooner. In this way, true father lived his life looking into the future. He realized the future that much ahead of the time and prepared for it. Those who prepare today for the future wait for it. Those who know how to welcome the right time do not only take responsibility for today, but also for the future. A life of preparing and offering sincere devotion in advance is truly valuable and rewarding every day. They don't worry if tomorrow comes. It's because they have already prepared everything, you know, ahead in advance. That's why preparation in order to meet, you know, morning, morning sunshine. You know, prepare two hours, three hours before and kneel down and pray and meeting God and waiting and waiting when sun rises up. That kind of preparation, the life of preparation. If you have a lot of preparation and based on that foundation, God really can intervene, right? After you, after you prepare and thoroughly, then when you take action, Completely empty mind. Already I done my job. Already I prepare everything. Let God talk through my mouth. Let God walk through my hands and my, my, my feet, whatever. Preparation is really important. If you prepare you know, ahead, then your heart is more free, more relaxing, and you have time to help for the sake of others. If you do not do your own personal responsibility, and then how can you help others? Next slide. This moment today is connected with eternity. True Father gained joy when he helped others with their assigned labor jobs in Hunnam prison, giving them unforgettable impressions and inspirations. In this way, he fulfilled his portion of responsibility in advance and helped others. A person who knows the time in this way fulfills their responsibilities in advance and helps others with peace of mind. In view of these things, you should know that those who take responsibility ahead of time can have beautiful results, but otherwise they will miss the time and be sad. Therefore, we must know what to do when the time comes to us. You must know that today is not here just for today, but that it is for the future. This one moment today connects with eternity. It is not a moment that exists only for today and then disappears. Thank you, Heavenly Father, Heavenly Honey. Your voice is always so beautiful. If you prepare ahead of time so as not to miss the time and practice it in advance, you will have more room to help others. 
So true father help others with their assigned labor in Hungnam prison, giving them an unforgettable impression and joy and giving them joy. A person who knows the time in this way sets up his or her responsibility in advance and help others with peace of mind. In view of these things, you should know that those who take responsibility ahead of the time and can bring beautiful results, but those who don't do will miss the time and be sad. It is no exaggeration to say that our whole life is a process of the preparation. The baby in mother's womb prepare for 10 months for life owners, and human beings are born from their mother's womb, reach out 100 years old, a period of the preparation for the eternal world, my brothers and sisters. If we have not been able to live our life of faith so far and have missed the right time, we should do our best from now on and take responsibility for what we have not been able to do in the past. Once a moment passes, it will never come back. So know the right time and welcome it with a pleasure. That's why today I'm going to talk about this is the, the moment, each moment, each second, so precious. So you know to you know to meet a right, you know, to catch a right time, you need to prepare earlier in advance. Very, very important. Preparation. Actually, 70%, 80% is the time of the preparation. Actually, real practice time is very short. Preparation. It is really, really important. So preparation is a chongsong, my brothers and my brothers and preparation is a chongsong. You need to prepare a lot for tomorrow and the day after tomorrow, one week for the next week, for the next month, for two years later, three years later. Prepare in advance. Then you never miss your time. You surely bear fruit. And God help you. That's why I'm saying that. Preparation is what? Preparation is a song and prayer. Thank you, my brothers and sisters. Uh, God bless you. And then next is the uh, living testimony. I think our MC is going to introduce. Kamsamida. Thank you so much, Dr. Young. I feel like you've opened up a whole new dimension of preparation and and uh, life with God. So thank you so much today for our living testimony. We are traveling to Sacramento, California, and to share about our carp activities there, let us welcome up our sister, Youngju Sharf. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Dr. Young. Um, nice to see everyone this bright and early in the morning. Uh, my name is Youngju. Uh, I am part of Carp Bay Area. And um, I'll be sharing a little bit about some of the recent activities that we've been, that has, um, we've been moving forward in with CARP, but also my personal experience through witnessing and how witnessing has really helped me to grow a lot and experience a lot of God's love. Um, 
I want to first share this past um, summer, uh, there was a lot of big movement forward for a CARP chapter in the Bay Area. Um, we started doing seven day retreats from last year, and this was our second one. And it was really, again, moving to, to go out in a different space um, into nature and to um, see the transformative power of the principle um, through uh, being spending time together and um, sharing with each other. And also um, what was different this time is we really wanted to, at least in CARP in, in Bay Area, to, um, we've been doing a lot of workshops and Divine Principle retreats, but um, we wanted to go uh, the next step in, in inviting guests to come live with us in, in the center and to um, experience life of faith habits together um, with our, the, the CARP guests. And that was something we could do for the first time this summer, which was uh, such an amazing experience to, after the seven-day retreat, for about a week, invite. Um, we had three three guests stay consistently for the whole week. Um, one or two others came here and there. But um, during that time, for that week, we, we could experience uh, fundraising, witnessing, divine principle lecture practice, service. Um, together with the guests. And it was um, so cool to see people and uh, share, learn how to give Divine Principle Lecture for the first time, not just receive it. And then to actually go out and share with people. Um, yeah, these are, these are some, some pictures from the, from the retreat. Um, really, really nice to be in nature and bond together as brothers and sisters. And I think that's what I think was one of the most powerful points that we could provide is this family culture where people could feel loved. And for many people share that this, they felt the most love they ever felt in their life being in this retreat and um, being at, with the, the actionizing program. And uh, another thing that was really nice about the actionizing program um, was introducing the blessing um, through my commitment ceremony. So as part of the, the actionizing program, I, we wanted to share about the blessing. And uh, actually, Dr. Young, you inspired uh, me because you shared before that commitment ceremony is a great witnessing tool. And I thought that is so true. Um, so during this actionizing program, we also invited all of the guests to participate in the commitment ceremony of myself and, and Yuki. And it also invited the Bay Area Family Church community as well as the young young people so that <laughs> we can create a celebration together, yeah, um, celebrating great. the blessing together. And uh, it was uh, for a lot of the guests and also young people. Some of them, one of the guests shared with me, they, they didn't think they wanted to get married in the first place. Um, but after attending the commitment ceremony, their perspective completely changed and they became open to um, even wanting to receive the blessing in the future. So this Aju. happened in uh, mm -hmm. June. Yes, adieu. <laughs> and uh, finally, uh, in the summer afterwards, we did 40 days of um, continuous Hyundai uh, and closing together through Zoom for those of the car members who are moving around. And it was a good way to um, kind of close off that experience. 
But I also want to share a little bit about my experience taking care of uh, two of, of my, my guests, Maria and Melanie. Uh, Maria, I met first time I, I joined CARP about three years ago in 2019. Um, she was just 17 years old, I think, when I met her. And um, I felt for the past three years, I've, I've personally grown so much and felt God guiding me so much through um, learning with her, learning how to together share the principle. And um, I think uh, something I learned a lot is how important it is to work as a team. Um, Maria and the, the girl to my, my uh, right is, her name is Rosanna. And I realized, you know, how important unity is when we work together as a team to take care of, to care, take care of her. And um, yeah, she also many times learning how to unconditionally uh, support someone, you know, if they don't respond, you just got to keep reaching out. And um, I think for her many times, something last minute would happen that would prevent her from coming. And then over and over again, okay, we have to pray or do something to, to support her. And um, she, she's one of the guests who, who attended uh, this, this past seven day and also the actionizing uh, program. And right now she received up to two parents and uh, she knows who we think two parents are, but she's still trying to think if or whether or not she, she wants, she believes that herself. So um, that's where she's at right now. And we're, we'll continue to invest into her. And also Melanie is someone I met this past semester on Berkeley campus. And through her, I really learned the power of prayer because on that day I, I felt um, I didn't really have so much time to go out. And that was something that was bothering me during the past semester. I wish I had more time. I had maybe like 20 minutes or 40 minutes, but before, before I met her, I, um, I felt I had one of my most sincere prayers to God and saying, you know, God, I'm sorry, I don't have more time to go out. You know, I getting, getting to here took a while and then going back and then schoolwork. But um, God, I, I want to invite you in this time and and uh, whatever happens, I want to every minute counts. And I think um, like Dr. Young shared this morning, uh, preparation is key and that you don't need a lot of time as long as you prepare and put the right heart then all it takes is one approach and when I met her she immediately responded and um, we've been reading uh, from the divine principle um, up to principles of creation and we'll continue uh, in the next semester but through both of them I've learned so much about how to love and also receive God's love through them um, I also want to share some when it comes to witnessing some things that I, I feel like could block me witnessing and how I was able to overcome it in hopes that this will support people who, who might be also feeling blocked or not wanting to go witness. And for well, no time is the biggest thing as like a full-time student. How do I uh, balance all these things and also make time to go witness? But again, I like I shared, I realized all it takes is one approach. And also if I prepare my heart well, um, then I can, whatever it, aspect of my day can be can be witnessing talking to classmates or um talking to the the grocery person when i'm getting my groceries or something anything can it can be witnessing if i prepare my heart right um also lack of knowledge and conviction sometimes i feel okay maybe i don't really understand principle well enough but um also i've learned that if i wait to to learn the best way to learn is through practice going out and sh sharing with people 
actually I learned so much what I, when I talk with people, I realize what I don't know more than if I just sat at home and read the DP. So I think um, that's also something I, I learned. And also uh, the biggest one, okay, I, I'm not inspired. Shouldn't I be inspired to go witnessing? Shouldn't I, you know, feel like God's energy is flowing through me all the time, but I don't really feel that sometimes, but still, I think through movement, you know, instead of standing still, if I go out, energy movement leads to energy, to life. And um, if I just go, then often I, I feel God works through that. Um, yeah. So that, that's something I wanted to share. And uh, finally, I just want to share this Bible verse that has helped me a lot uh, when seeing this past semester. Um, yeah, it's John 15, 5. I'm the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. I've told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. Mm. I feel a lot of God's love through this because, um, yeah, if I, if I remain in God and if I remain in your parents, anything is possible. By myself, it's, uh, I'm, I'm very limited um, and the ultimate purpose for what I'm doing is because God wants to experience joy through me and I can give God so much joy um, by going out. So I just want to end by sharing that God, God needs me and also uh, God needs you. Yes. Thank you. Thank you very much. Wow. Wow. Youngju, I love you. Such a beautiful presentation. <laughs> You are already good young young minister already. You talk so well, very good explanation. Wow, so powerful. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you, Youngju. Kamsamida. Your time. You wake up very early morning, you know. <laughs> Thank you, Kamsamida. Yeah. Oh, wow. Youngju, that was really wonderful. Yeah, what a beautiful example for all of our young people. When I was young, I realized this point each moment each time, each second, how much precious. Wow, then I, I really regret when I was young. Of course, I did my best, but if I realize this, the value of the time, I think I create more results, you know? I have more achievement. Uh, when I getting old, I really again and again realize that the importance of the each moment and time, so precious, really so precious. Anyway, uh, even now I realize that why I'm really happy about that. Thank that you. is already, that is already great, Jung Sung, to go out for witnessing already. 